Welcome to the podcast for Epworth United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. I'm Pastor Kristen Stone King. Our mission at Epworth is to live out God's love for all. We strengthen our faith as we worship, study, develop a creative, supportive community, and serve others. Together, we encourage each other, challenge each other, and welcome all people on their journey of faith. My Lord, what a We are a reconciling congregation, meaning that persons of all sexual orientations and gender identities are welcomed to help transform our church and our world into the full expression of Christ's inclusive love. We are a sanctuary church advocating for the rights and dignity of immigrants, and we stand in solidarity with the movement for Black Lives. of the music that we experience here in worship on Sunday mornings, along with a scripture reading and a message. My name is Eden Naranjo, and I'm reading from Philippians 4, verses 1 through 9. Therefore, my brethren, whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm thus in the Lord, my beloved. I treat Euodia, and I treat Sintiki, to agree in the Lord. I ask you also, true yoke fellow, help these women, for they have labored side by side with me in the gospel together with Clement and the rest of my fellow workers, whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again I say, rejoice. Let all men know your forbearance. The Lord is at hand. Have no anxiety about anything. But in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, 
whatever is gracious, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Think what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me. Do, and the God of peace will be with you. Amen. United Methodist Church. It is both a pleasure and a very deep honor to be here with you uh, this morning for worship, sharing a word um, with you. Um, I come to you not as a preacher, but as a lifelong learner, educator, agitator, and visual artist uh, who has been attempting to understand the character of our relationship to God and one another via the poetic um, I have lived most of my adult life in Brazil, and I have, I, so I'm a Brazilian immigrant for these last 10 years here in the U.S. So my epistemological curiosity is drenched in this identity from what I like to call the edges of the world. I'm going to share my screen with you uh, with the artwork by Fabiana Rodriguez, uh, a Bay Area artist uh, who created a work entitled From the Edge of the World. Uh, the reason why I'm bringing the visual arts uh, to our sermon and our conversation uh, this morning is because I understand art, creativity, and imagination as tools that help us enhance, potentialize, and incendiar our communities. This word incendiar comes from Portuguese and it means lighting a fire, uh, a divine spark, a holy electricity. And I am curious about how we can create communities of belonging that can collectively bring this spark, that can collectively bring to the world a more affectionate and just way of being and relating to one another. I was raised by a people and the community that uh, held on to the Congo uh, Bantu notion of Kindesi, which means that the fundamental work of communities of belonging and of regard is to light our fire, our light within, uh, our sun within, really. Uh, that is, I am here to light your inner sun as you're here to light my inner sun. So there is no me if there is no you because we're mutually and uh, circularly connected. We're part of a very reciprocal whole. Such a way of being in the world carries the mark of people who are in deep relationship, not only to one another, to their communities, but also to the land. They know that reciprocity and mutuality and community are elements that sustain life for all of us. Uh, we learn from each other and from the land as well. 
So there is no real meaningful work that can happen outside the boundaries of the collective. Sunflowers, they know this too, because when the sun is not shining, they turn to each other to receive light from one another. The word sunflower in Portuguese, girasol, literally means that they turn, turning with the sun, turning with the light. I twist and turn, therefore, toward your light, and you twist and turn toward my light. We orient ourselves toward this divinely given light, kindesi. So I would like to invite you today to think about how many voices, companions, ancestors, sojourners, artists, musicians, spiritual mediators, and healers have ignited this light within you, the light that you carry within that is divinely given and that is reflective of divine light um, and that have ignited, you know, collective dreams for transformation. Like the passage that we read from Philippians, the, I invite you to really think about what aspects of our journeys have been truthful, honorable, just, pure, a reflection of divine light, mediating peace into our communities. This month of November has been full of losses, mourning, sadness, rage, and this attempt of repairing our relationships, repairing the fabric of our democracy. We are continuing to survive a global pandemic. The number of COVID cases have risen. We are, and we are in some ways still suffering the toll that this has had on our bodies. But we have also rejoiced, we have also celebrated, we have recognized the work of radical black indigenous brown folks who have organized, agitated, resisted, and committed to halting the oppressive and death dealing forces that have disgoverned this country for the last four years. And yet, my friends, there is so much more work to be done and this work for change will emerge from our communities of care and of belonging like this beloved Epworth community. I sense that in small and big ways, you are tending to your light within, a light that carries and ushers forward justice, tenderness. You are doing the things that you have received and learned and seen so that God can be with us. Uh, I urge you to continue to share this light, this care, this regard, and sacred rest. This work from Bay Area artists, again, Fabiana Rodriguez, Defend Your Home, Defend Your Hood, Defend Your City, reminds me that our creative practices, the practices of lighting the sun within, in a way, share and reestablish our connection that tie us to each other, to God and to the earth. Which communities, bodies, territories, relationships, practices, joys are keeping your sun shining within these days? What is helping you carry on and move from the shadow of the now into the possibility of tomorrow? As Ansaldua wrote, we are living mientras la sombra y el sueño, between the shadow and the dream. You see, 
Gloria Ansaldúa was an American scholar who wrote and spoke and made art and created worlds that resisted marginalization, violation, and trauma. She created dangerously. She envisioned a world, a mon el mundo sordo, where people from diverse backgrounds with diverse needs and concerns could coexist and work together to bring about a world that did not yet exist, a world of incendiary change and light. As a spiritual activist, Ansaldúa affirmed that our ways of knowing, this light that we carry within, our worldviews are real, that our mischievous poetics are necessary, that we survive because we shape shift in the diaspora across modalities of knowing, imagination, creative practices, bodies, and constructs of time. Ansaldúa lived in a liminal space. This work is called liminality, a space that is ni de aquí ni de allá, neither from here nor from there. She could walk over the treacherous waters of racism as she was shape-shifting white supremacy, phobias, ableism, cishet patriarchy, misogyny, neocolonial violence, racial capitalism, and so forth. When I first read these words from Anzaldúa, Mujer Mágica, empty yourself, shock yourself into new ways of perceiving the world, shock your readers into the same and stop the chatter inside your head. It was as if Ansaldua was practicing Kindesi with me, lighting my son within, giving me permission to be fully me, neplantera, mediator, midwife, teacher, artist, Brazilian, immigrant, Latina, queer, from the earth, whole, fully reconciled, with all the divine. The practices of our communities contain these ancestral and holy wisdom, pieces of wisdom of who we have always been and who we will continue to become. Ansaldua urges us in moments of pain, in moments of repairing, right, that we're doing right now, in moments of uh, conflict, uprisings, protests, unknowingness, to write and create and resist and envision and speak of what links us to life and to one another, of what links us to sensation, to place, to each other, to God. In this work of Mariana Ortega, I believe it links me to life, to God and to community because she urges me to imagine a world post-capitalism, post-white supremacy, post-Western hegemony, post-pandemic, a world of intimacy of, uh, with feeling and with spirit, uh, uh, a world of intimacy with land. What is the land around me? I think when I look at this image, I'm asking myself, what is the land around me telling me, whispering into my ears? And how about this image from Yadira Casares? What does healing look like? Um, for me, for us, for our bodies? What must we ignite and light from within and transform and recover and heal? Artists and images and stories help us access our histories, our knowings, our hopes, our roots, our strengths, our medicine. 
We make art, we gather, we sing, we ritualize in order to find the sound of our own voices, in order to remember who we are, or as Howard Thurman put it, puts it, to find the sound of the genuine in us. Art help us helps us touch one another in times of isolation. It is the locus of resistance, as Anzaldúa writes, of rupture, implosion, explosion, and putting together the fragments to create a new assemblage, as I see here in this powerful work. It changes our points of reference. It tears apart, it reveals, it rebuilds, it integrates, it attunes us to the divine. Cosmo visions such as this one that is right around the corner in your own neighborhood. I believe it's somewhere on Euclid Avenue, if I'm not uh, mistaken, contains wisdom and knowledge systems of how cultures and prophets and bodies and peoples have survived diabolic forces. This one is entitled Sacred Alignments and was conceived by Oaxacan art artist Ernesto Hernandez Olmos. The turtle as a symbol for the earth um, supports a being that is attuned to their surroundings, uh, though their eyes seem closed. As if in prayerful and contemplative meditation, they're able to listen and sense the whispers of the hummingbird and the land. Works of art such as these are technologies, mechanisms of resistance that work against oppression, assimilation, and erasure. They activate our imagination. King Desi, they light the sun within. Uh, and they're also a space of suspension, of wonder, a space of possibility, of birthing something new between the shadow of the now and the dreams of tomorrow. Works like this one uh, helps us imagine worlds into being, even in the face of impossibility uh, that has been forced upon us by coloniality, imperialism, corporativism, police brutality, white supremacy, anti-Blackness, uh, superseding the new and old images, myths, and cosmologics. Between the shadow of the now and the dream of what's to come, we welcome this unknown via an enfleshed and imaginative community of care, affection, and belonging. Our stories, our images, our creative work helps us create collective care to protect our communities, right? Um, to create a collective vision of humanity that resists violence and anchors us in a love politic that seeks justice through radical relationality, vulnerability, mutual regard, imagination, and becoming potentially undone in tenderness. So while we may be fearful and experiencing anger and rage and anxiety and worry, I stand with these artists and invite you to remember that we are called to co-create new worlds into being, to reinvent what it means to develop these bonds of affection, of presence, of regard, of belonging. And let us remember to follow Anzaldúa's charge to share the moment, to touch one another, to awaken divine presence. 
Let our hearts and light burn within us into the world. Let us write and birth new dreams with our eyes like painters, our ears like musicians, our feet like dancers, our tongues of fire. As Ansaldua wrote, let us not allow the ink to coagulate in our pens, in our creative imaginative pens. Let us continue to create expansive communities of affection and imagination. And let us keep the charge to use these spaces to create worlds beyond the pandemic, beyond white supremacy, beyond racial capitalism. Let us create dangerously beloved community so that we can love freely and radically and lavishly, so that we can experience joy and laughter and beauty and touch and care and intimacy. The divine is all around. It is within and it is without. I urge you to create, co-create communities with the divine. Co-create these uh, realities with the divine so that we can breathe, so that we can become, so that we can heal. Amen.
You've been listening to the podcast for Epworth United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. Wherever you're located, we'd love for you to take a next step in growing in faith in this community. Our online worship is at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings on Facebook, YouTube, and on our website at epworthberkeley.org. Or you can fill out an online Connect card at epworthberkeley.org backslash connect. Have a great week. God, we thank you for our people roots dug deep within the soil. Hardy spirits rich in loving, strong for struggle, bold for toil. See